Hi, and welcome back to the final episode of Season 1 of Chapter by Chapter, a podcast where we cover a variety of video games for a variety of genres and a variety of eras. I am your resident podcaster, Ethan, and joining us for the final time this season to go through any hidden secrets that are left in the Kanto region, it's Week On! Yeah, this is it. The last one for okay. season one. Yeah, this and is I'm our last episode. Yeah, so this is our last episode. Uh, last e- uh, previous episode, we went through the Elite Four and the Champion, how to beat them, and that's pretty much it. But there is some things you can still do now that you've reached the end of the game. So you wake back up in your room in Pallet Town. Uh, you still don't have a room for your mum, so she's still sleeping on the floor. Uh, so yeah, has to go back on the floor since you came back. Yeah. So yeah, she thought, damn, he became champion and he couldn't afford to upgrade the house. So mum's back on the floor. Uh, you're back home, and yep. So. Uh, base, obviously you know more about these games than I do, but I'll sort of lead us into the first thing you can do now that you've become champion, is you can head to Cerulean Cave in Cerulean City. Uh, yes, so what you do is, uh, um, you can go back to Cerulean City, and there's an air, there's a cave that you can serve to, and when you go in there, it's a cave that you can only access after you beat the game. Because I yeah. think it's like blocked off or something. Yeah. Um, and so you go in there. There's all kinds of Pokemon. Uh, nothing you haven't seen before. Although you can find... There's... Uh, let's see. So in this cave, for Pokemon Red and Blue, uh, Golbat, Magneton, Hypno, Venomoth, Raichu, Kadabra, Ditto, mm-hmm. and like... All kinds of strong Pokemon in here, yeah. um, but there's one strong Pokemon in particular that you're looking for that's in this cave. Yeah. Uh, so, which well, is the last legendary in the game? Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to that one in a moment. But like something I wanted to mention with the Pokemon in this cave, uh, I believe the Pokemon in this cave are actually at the highest levels that there are in the game. So it is a good place to sort of grind your Pokemon up as well. Yeah, yeah. Generally, these are the strongest wild Pokemon that you can find. Um, oh. I believe they're anywhere from levels like 45 to 60. Yeah. So they could be anywhere in that range. Yeah. So, uh, you go for Cerulean Cave. Uh, let's talk briefly about Cerulean Cave before we get to the prize that's at the end. So, what's the layout of Cerulean Cave? What's it like and that? Uh, Cerulean Cave is a cramped maze, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it only has two floors, so okay. it's not, like, tall. Yeah. Um, it's pretty big, though. Yeah. And, and, let's see, yeah, you're essentially, well, it's got three floors because it has a basement floor, but it's essentially, like, a big old maze that you're going through that has Bob Pokemon encounter, something. Yeah. Um, of some strong Pokemon, so that's basically your endurance test to get to the end, is dealing with all the high-level Pokemon in here. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Uh, and there's no trainers in Cerulean Cave, is there? It's just wild Pokemon. Yes, there are no trainers here. Yeah. So, uh, you go towards the end of Cerulean Cave and you find the prize that you're looking for being the legendary Pokemon Mewtwo. Yeah, so this is where Mewtwo hides out and only champions are allowed to challenge him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mewtwo is like this. Mewtwo is sort of billed as the strongest Pokemon in the game. Uh, a genetic experiment from the Pokemon Mew, which is quite iconic for being able to learn any move in the whole of Pokemon. So, it is sort of like meant to be a clone of that, but it is somewhat different. But yeah, Mew is a psychic type Pokemon which is very strong. Yeah, yeah, so the last legendary you can catch, of course, it had to be a psychic type because <laughs> that's, that's what all the strong Pokemon are doing, so. Yeah. Um, now, Mewtwo, when you find him, Mewtwo is level 70. Mm -hmm. He is always level 70. Mm -hmm. um, and his four moves are Barrier, Psychic, Swift, and Recover. Yeah. Uh, so... Barrier, uh, a move that raises the Pokemon's defense by two levels. Swift, a normal type move. Psychic, a psychic type move. And Recover, a move that restores half of its health. Yeah. And so due to the fact that Mewtwo knows Recover, that alone already can make him tough. Yeah. Um, and then he'll be throwing out Psychics just because Psychics are a good move. Um, yeah. So, it's really the only legendary where there's not really a particular strategy. Um, one trick that I was always told that, uh, at least I don't know about red, blue, and yellow, that always worked for me, um, is that you would first uh, either, like, you'd probably, like, paralyze Mewtwo. Mm -hmm. um, and then you just hit him with one move, and you throw an Ultra Ball, and you just repeat that until he gets caught. So... <laughs> uh I actually have a much better strategy to catch me too, and it always works for me, you know. Uh, so I will impart my expert Pokemon knowledge onto you for once, and that expert knowledge being, do not use your Master Ball to catch anything else, save it for this, encounter you two, use the Master Ball in your first turn, and leave. Oh yeah, that's true. If you have not used your Master Ball, just throw that and you win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, although in Pokemon, the Master Ball is, I feel like it's like getting an elixir where mm -hmm. you just hold on to it and then the next thing you know, the game is over and you never used it. Yeah. There's, you've caught all 151 Pokemon and you still have it. It's like a souvenir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty um, much. But yeah, so if you want, if you want to actually go through the challenge quote-unquote challenge, and by challenge I mean struggle of catching you two without the Master Ball, then go for it. Otherwise, if you got the Master Ball and you don't want to go through hell, you just throw it and you'll win, because the Master Ball always wins. Yeah. So, uh, that's you uh, being the last Pokemon to catch, uh, Cerulean Cave being the last dungeon of the game. Uh, so that's pretty much your post-game done, really, I suppose. Uh, but there is a quite infamous glitch still 
awaiting us to be discovered. Yeah, yeah. I felt it was best to save this until the end, mm -hmm. just because it's not like an actual thing that you need to do. Yeah. Um, it it may never happen um, <laughs> unless you do it by accident, which yeah. probably wouldn't. Um, but that is the infamous Missing No glitch, yeah. in which uh, Missing No is registered in the game as a Pokemon, but he's not actually a Pokemon. Yeah. It is just a bunch of randomly colored pixels. Yeah. Uh, now, if I'm correct, uh, obviously you know more about this than me do, but if I'm correct, isn't Missing No Ho-Oh or Lugia from Generation 2? But obviously it doesn't exist in Generation 1. Um... Not necessarily. Essentially, uh, Missing No only exists because uh, um, the available Pokemon slots mm -hmm. in um, Generation 1 exceeded 150 yeah. um, based on the numerics of how the game was programmed. There are actual Pokemon slots, so they just kind of filled them in. Yeah. Just, um, But you're, it's not like anyone would see them anyway, so they just kind of filled them in with whatever. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, it's essentially random code uh, that is like that exceeds 150. Yeah. Um, that essentially you're running into that causes just random things to happen. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yep. Yeah, uh, missing no infamously glitchy. Uh, can you catch it? Can you use it in battle? Is there any point? Um, yes, so you can catch it. Um, there's also a glitch called M that you find the same way as Mystic No. It's like the same thing. It's just that, uh, um, what's weird is that, uh, okay, hold on. Let's start off with what you have to do. So the way that I've always heard it is what you do is in, um, Viridian City, you talk to the old man who teaches you how to catch Pokemon. Um, so you talk to him, and as soon as he's done, you immediately fly to Cinnabar. Mm -hmm. and you go to the shore on the right mm -hmm. and you use surf but you don't surf out into the water you stay like on the edge uh -huh. and you just go up and down and you will run into random Pokemon mm -hmm. and one of them could end up being either Missing No or M mm -hmm. um, but you could literally find anything because mm -hmm. uh, what happened I think I believe what happens, it can also vary depending on what your character's name is. Yeah. Um, so you could run into, like, any Pokemon in the game there. Like, you could run into, like, a Wartortle, you could run into a Chansey, you could run into, like, Magmar, literally anything. Yeah. Um, but one of the things you could run into is either Missing No or M, in yeah. which uh, they kind of just know they're, it's just a weird L that's got random colors in it. Um, you can catch it. You could use your Master Ball on it if you want, but um, you don't need it. And it's also just like a glitch, so you're not supposed to ever run into this thing. Yeah. Um, I know Missing No only knows uh, Water Water Gun. He knows Water Gun twice, and he knows Sky Attack. And those are his only two moves. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can teach him anything. Uh -huh. I'm not sure. Um, uh, but if you end up running into M instead of missing no, um, I believe M's moves are pretty much the same. Um, and what will happen is you have to catch M twice because if you uh, throw a Pokeball to 
uh, catch M and you catch it, it will keep fighting as if you did catch it. So you have to catch it again. Yeah. And then it will stop. Um, also, I believe if you uh, only catch M once, I think it can like thrash your game if you don't catch it twice. So mm-hmm. you don't have enough slots in your party because it also can't go into the computer because yeah. it will crash the game. Yeah. So you have to have four Pokemon or less with you in order <laughs> to get M. Yeah. Uh, again, these are sort of very glitchy and sort of they literally can break the game if they are, well, like you say, they break the game if they're put into the box. Uh, and they... Yeah, yeah. So they can't. They can't go into the Pokemon box because your game will crash. Um, and also, one other interesting thing that they do is that these six items. If you go into your item list, whatever the sixth item you have is, um, it will increase that to uh, you having uh, an amount that's over a hundred. <laughs> uh, so one thing that people do is that if you still have your Master Ball, you can set it as the sixth item in your slot in your. Uh, inventory so that when you run into either M or missing note it'll say you have over 100 and then you can just catch everything yeah well that's obviously brilliant uh, and in that case you don't have to worry about saving master balls yeah yeah as long as you hold on to it long enough um now missing note and M you can catch them at any point in the game um you don't have to wait till the end uh the game will still run just fine if you catch them um, the only thing that really glitches aside from them is, uh, um, the item in your inventory and also the hall of fame. Uh, oh, yeah. cause when you register into the hall of fame, it'll kind of like freak out because oh, yeah. missing no one ever there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I know like in later games, there's sort of like a whole sort of graphic about the hall of fame where it's like the hall of fame and it goes through your party and remembers it and like goes, uh, here's your Pokemon at this level, uh, at this level, uh, this is our nickname, this is our original name, you met at this level in this place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the original game, yeah, it, it does that, I believe, yeah, in all of them. It's just that if you have, you know, um, like, either the text will be wrong, or the Pokemon image will not appear, um, or it'll cut itself short, because it won't show all of your Pokemon, because the game can't it just stops mm-hmm. um and one other thing that i wanted to mention um is that if you happen to have a copy of pokemon stadium on the n64 um you can transfer missing no in there <laughs> um it will it will appear as a ditto but it will have all of the same moves uh-huh yeah uh so, well yeah that's quite <laughs> And that's quite rare because Ditto is sort of locked to just have Transform. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Although I can't say I wouldn't recommend it because I don't know how it will affect your copy of Stadium. But yeah. you can do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So sort of uh, go for that with your own... Uh, Use with your own caution and stuff like that. Uh, we are neither going to recommend nor ask you to avoid. It's up to you whether or not you want to do that. But 
right. Uh, yeah. Moving on to sort of like glitch things. Uh, another glitch we should sort of address is the Professor Oak battle that you can trigger, but you can only do that with a cheating device. And obviously we don't know a lot about that, so we can't really provide any recommendations on that. But we did just sort of want to address it so like people weren't like, you haven't covered this. And it's like, well, we have. So shut up, Sarah. Yeah, essentially, like, if you do have a cheat device, you can fight Professor Oak, because that was a planned thing um, that was removed from the game, where you'd be able to battle him, and he would be the strongest trigger in the game. Um, but I think you'd have to, like, catch all the Pokemon in the game in order to fight him, was the original plan. Yeah. Like, it was just something of him testing you after catching every Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but that got removed. Uh, but with a cheat device, you, you can still trick and battle him. Yeah. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, due to the fact that you can't do it without the cheat device, I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, it is a thing that's available though <laughs> that you can research yourself. Yeah. Uh, but uh, going over completing the Pokédex, do you actually get anything in this generation if you do complete the Pokédex? Um, I believe the only thing that you get is that you can get a certificate in the game. Um, in which uh, you have to speak to the Game Freak employees in yeah. Celadon City who are inside of the uh, um, the apartment complex thingy. Once you get every Pokemon, you can talk to them and they'll give you a certificate thing uh, for completing the Pokemon. Which I think back in the day, you could print out on like... I was actually going to say that. Like, I'm not sure if it was... I'm not sure if it was this one or a later generation, but I was pretty sure you could print it out. I, I can't remember if it was in red and blue or if that was, like, generation two. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Well, I wasn't sure if it was uh, generation three with the Game Boy Advance, but, like, can you play Game Boy games on the Game Boy Advance? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you might have been able to do it, like, from generation three, but because you can print out from the Game Boy Advance and you can play uh, Game Boy games on the Game Boy Advance, you might have been able to do that one. Yeah, possibly. I, I never did it just because I I never wanted all of them, just because I just like getting the ones that I like to beat the game with. Yeah. I'm actually like Googling it because I want to find an answer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's at least one where you could. Yeah, do no, that. I'm sure you could do it from a game, but I'm like I know there was a Pokemon game you could definitely do it from, but I just don't remember which one. Yeah, you can. There was apparently something called a Game Boy printer, which you could connect to your Game Boy and print it out. Yes, yes, you did have to use a Game Boy printer. Yeah. Game Boy printer was quite an, quite an anomaly. Yeah. Well, it, like, prints out Game Boy, like, graphics into real life, which is quite funny. All that being said, I'm, like, looking at the certificate now, and it is quite a good sketch of Pikachu in, like, Game Boy graphics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Nowadays, you could never find a Game Boy printer, let alone, like, the paper that fits it. Yeah. Um, but... It, it was cool back in the day. Yeah. That was a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, only other thing really left to cover is the Elite Four. Uh, in later generations, you can go and rematch the Elite Four and they'll have an updated team and stuff like that. But obviously, this being Generation 1 and it being uh, 
like, there's only 151 Pokemon, so do the Elite Four change in any way, or are they just literally stronger? Um, no, all their Pokemon are the same. I think they'll just be a few levels higher, Yeah. but the Pokemon do, do not change, so... Yeah, which is unfortunate, but... Hey, how? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, no, uh, I think that's everything we have for the Kanto region, so we'll just sort of round up this episode talking about our favourite things from it. So, like, what's your favourite thing, Generation 1? Do you have a favourite gym leader? Is there a favourite piece of music? Is there a favourite part of the game? Uh, let me think. Um, I don't know if it really counts as a gym leader, per se, but my favourite trainer was always Lorelai. <laughs> Just because I always really liked her in the show, too, even though you don't see her very often. Yeah. But I always liked that she, of the Elite Four, she's one of the harder ones. <laughs> because Bruno and Agatha, if you have the right types, are not a challenge at all. Um, and so I, I was just always drawn to her. Um, and I also, I, I guess I would say, of the available Pokemon in Generation 1, uh, my favorite is Raichu. Yeah. Um, just because I, it may partly it might be because I always play yellow and I could never get them <laughs> because you would not evolve. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, because all of my other favorite Pokemon are in generation two. Yeah. Um, but their basics are cool. Like I really like Cedra, yeah. but, uh, and I like Chansey and I like Scyther, uh, but their evolutions are my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite my favorite Pokemon in Generation 1 is Lapras, personally. I just like Lapras as a Pokemon, and, like, when I was little playing Pokemon, it was one of the hardest Pokemon for me to actually obtain. So when I did eventually obtain it, I was, like, really happy about it. But, yeah, that's, like... That was, like, my favorite one. Uh, concerning my favorite part of the game, uh, this is, like, something that applies to all games I play. I quite like the part of the game when you're just sort of starting to enter the late game, like you've sort of dealt with everything you need to deal with, and you're just sort of going towards the late game. So, for this game, I would say it's after Sabrina's gym, and as you're heading towards Cinnabar, I would say that's my favourite part of the game, just because I like it, just because it's like kind of calm, and you sort of know what you're doing, and it's quite easy. Yeah, it's just you in the ocean. Yeah. Well, it's like my favourite part in all kinds of games and we'll sort and sort of get into that obviously as we do different games uh throughout so speaking of i suppose now is a good time to talk about my plans for the future of this podcast obviously you have been our guest for pokemon red blue and yellow uh Next season, we'll be covering Kingdom Hearts. Unfortunately, you won't be our expert. We have a new expert, which I am looking forward to introducing with you. Episodes for Season 2, being Kingdom Hearts, will start next week, with the trailer for that being out at the same time as this episode. But hopefully you'll come back and do another... Well, I suppose the next game we would cover would be Gold, Silver and Crystal, and I believe that's your favourite, so are you going to come back and join us to do that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh -huh. Because not only is uh, um, 
silver, gold, silver, and crystal is one of my favorites, like right up there with black and white one and two. Um, silver is also the very first one I played, so I, I'd love to go over it. Yeah. So, you'll be back to do that. That'll be our fourth season of the podcast because we already have seasons two and three in the works. So, we will be coming back to Pokemon in a while, unfortunately, but we look forward, I obviously look forward to doing another season with you when it comes, and I, and I'm certain our viewers will look forward to hearing from you again. Yeah, yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a Pokemon podcast, there's plenty of other games out there, so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but we, uh, personally, I am committed to be covering, uh, like the whole of the main series of Pokemon and I would like to help you join me on that journey so hopefully you'll be back to do more than just Gold, Silver and Crystal but um, yeah yeah, I think so I mean I've pretty much played every Pokemon game yeah. I mean I played them I didn't play them like when they came out for the mm-hmm. most part but I have played all of them and I've enjoyed my time with them yeah. and oh, I'm just I'm just a Pokemon fan so yeah. I just like catching fake animals. <laughs> yeah, but let's let's not catch real animals. Uh, forest murder and so on. Although Peter isn't exactly a great organization either. But hey ho. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no. So I look forward to having you back to do Gold, Silver, and Crystal, which will be a season four probably. But obviously, if that changes, we will let you all know via our channels. Uh, so, for the last time, for a while, would you like to promote your YouTube? Um, sure. I mean, since this is the end, uh... <laughs> for now. I don't know if I really do, but, yeah, for now. Um, the YouTube channel is Chaos Roy, C-H-A-O-S-R-O-Y, where I have all kinds of gaming stuff, and I post on there pretty regularly. Um, so, that is where you can find me until I come yeah uh thank you for joining us for the first season of chapter by chapter uh i really appreciate everyone who stuck with us on this journey and for everyone leaving all of the amazing reviews uh at the time of recording we are currently rated as five stars on spotify and apple podcasts which i really appreciate and really love people for doing that so that means a lot to me and thank you uh our prize draw for Pokemon Red, Yellow, and Blue is still going on. The winners of that will be announced next week. Uh, planning to announce it next Friday where, before we start Kingdom Hearts, just so we can start that with a clean slate. And we are planning to do a, another draw for that as well. Uh... But yes, uh, thank you for listening. Continue to listen on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Episodes will be released every Saturday at midnight. Uh, and, and again, just thank you all for joining us. And I hope you'll stick with us in the new season where it will be a new game with a new expert. So thanks for listening, and we hope to see you then. Bye!